I'm Katie. And I'm Tillman. We're doing a deep dive into our favorite reality shows. And this is our Fresh Perspective. Hello. Hello. We're back. It's finally happening. The show has started, has begun. The plaths are back in our lives, officially. Yeah, the flats are officially making their return. And I'm I'm gonna say they've lasted longer. I mean, I remember hoping they got a season two. You know, I know. I never thought that we'd get to season five. Like that's that's really crazy. And I mean, season three and four were not not great. I mean, they weren't they just weren't as exciting. Those so we've lost, I think we've officially lost the original plot. I think season five opened. I think we're over the fundamentalist Christians. Right. Exactly. They're like so far removed from that. Like no one there except for maybe Lydia is still like (laughs) so intertwined with fundamental Christianity. Yes. But I, I, but I will say we may have lost the original plot, but we are, I think finally getting real drama that isn't fabricated where season three and four felt a little pushed and i don't feel like it's pushed anymore i agree i think now it's actual family drama it's not Mm -hmm. scripted it's not them being like oh things are go like producers being like things are going kind of smooth so what do we do now yeah Um, yeah yeah, yeah. they're not forcing like awkward meetups between people we don't know remember when um lydia surprised ethan in that mechanic shop and Ethan like barely oh reacted that's <laughs> terrible that was so awful because she was so excited to see him and he like did not care yeah he'll be back in Cairo so it is possible we could still get moments like that but they won't be the core of the episode it seems like we have enough now going on in the family that there's going to be a lot happening I know and even though we've lost that kind of original plot there is still the through line of Ethan and Olivia taking on the rest of the family Mm-hmm. which is basically all the first episode was. I mean, it was just talking about this article or Instagram post, whatever mm-hmm. Olivia did. Instagram say, post. Instagram post, which was kind of what, like I was actually, when she said that Kim was using Ethan's credit cards to do this MLM, it really did. I was like, whoa, like that is shocking a little bit. I was confused on the timeline. Did you get that? Was that right when they married? Was that more Yes, I think. No, I think it was. I think they were like 19 or 20 or something That's when this thought. happened. That's what I thought. So it's been a while. But I think I think the reason Olivia brought up this story is people kept saying, why do you hate Kim so much? Why do you hate well, Kim yeah. so much? And she was holding on to it for the first three seasons. And then I think last season, she finally was kind of like, okay, Kim and I have issues because it all blew up when this happened. And Right. It seems like it's funny because I guess we were just saying we've lost the plot because the fundamentalism is gone. But it, I guess it's not necessarily gone. It's that the breaking free isn't isn't happening anymore. The the kids versus their parents and trying to de-radicalize themselves is over. And now Mike and Mariah have returned to their parents, have yeah. taken back what they said about being mad about their upbringing. And they're kind of in a new way, a happy family, which is strange to see i think it's really weird and i don't know how to feel about micah and mariah going back so easily like i just don't understand and because it did switch really quickly like i i don't know maybe i just don't remember i just don't remember what the breaking point was between 
them and Ethan and Olivia. Was it this te- this Instagram post? Was there something else? No, I think it was. I I I don't feel like the last season covered the Instagram post. No, I feel I like we so. saw it, and I remember being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So it must have been that. It and I don't think they were on the rocks before. Run back to to them like that. It just seems weird, and I'm like, "How did you flip like this?" Like, it this feels like Mike right. and. Right. It feels like they need someone else to take care and guide them. And that was Olivia for a while. And when they decided Olivia wasn't the right person to be doing that, they went back to their parents to give them the like control and guidance in their life. I think, I don't know, I'm going back and forth because then I feel like it would switch perspectives. You know, it'd be like with Olivia and you're like, how could the Plath children do this? But then you see Mike and Mariah and you're like, is Olivia manipulating them? I feel like she's not, but I feel like she's not either. Like I, and they kept saying that she was such a negative person. And I was like, I I understand where they're coming from with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I do. Because, mm-hmm. like, when it comes to their family, she is very, she has very negative feelings towards their parents. Mm-hmm. But that, and I, I don't wouldn't say that's her personality. Yeah, I don't, I think she is, like, one of those people that, like, re- leans really hard into therapy talk and stuff, and so I think Certainly. she's someone who you get a lot of buzzwords, like, toxicity and manipulation and gaslighting from her, which maybe, I, I could see that being overwhelming, you know? Okay. I think Olivia maybe goes, like, full throttle on some of this stuff, and that can be a little bit tough to be around, but, you know, then you have this moment where Barry's, like, well, she's manipulating you. She's a math. She's brainwashing Ethan. It's like, okay, pump the brakes. I don't know if we're at brainwashing. Also, takes one to know one. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. As soon as he was like, "It's brainwashing," I was like, "Barry, this has been <laughs> your mo for five, for four seasons now. Mm-hmm. So, and your entire life, I'm sure, at least the kids' lives." Mm-hmm. But, what What did you? What was your feeling about Barry? Like in the moments they showed with the kids and stuff. He still gives me the ick, and I just because it, I don't think his face moves very much. <laughs> and so when he was like, when they were like, "Well, what do you feel about mom?" or you know, whatever, and he's like, "Well, it's her story now." And it's like <laughs> I can't listen to that. Like that makes me uncomfortable. Still, mm-hmm. I think his fitness journey is something to be. I don't know. Commented uh, on, <laughs> acknowledged, commented on, acknowledged. <laughs> Yeah, it really. I mean, he says he goes three to four times a day. Yeah, I thought I misheard that. I go I, three he to said four that. times a year, <laughs> and I can't fathom going three to four times a day. Let alone Barry going three to four times a day. I mean, even just the logistics of that. Let's say my gym is fifteen minutes from my apartment, so half hour round trip you got to come home wash your clothes take a little shower you know you're an hour away from the gym do you go straight back i mean yeah i mean i mean he can't be that close to the gym exactly cairo is unless it's like in his uh in his house or something but cairo is i don't think well populated with planet fitnesses everywhere no i don't whatever they have whatever they have and, but I, well, there's just so much logistics with going back and forth to the gym that much. Yeah. And when Isaac said that, his friends see Barry there all the time. Mm-hmm. And yes. Which, getting, 
huge. Yeah, I would be super embarrassed if people said that about my dad. <laughs> I know people were talking about my dad being like, he's getting huge. Uh, I know, bum me out. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, well, okay. <laughs> but it seemed like Isaac liked it, so whatever. Yeah, he's he's probably proud of his dad. They're all proud of their dad. Probably. He he has this incredible. I mean, I know he is their father. It's not like a hold on them, but he just has an incredible way of staying in their graces, no matter how weird he is. I'm honestly really surprised that he has majority custody of the kids. I feel I it just it puts a bad taste in my mouth. I don't feel like he can have majority custody, and it's done the right way and also okay so he brought stepping back to when they first got together he kind of brought kim to the church right was that the story i think so like at least she may have been on the edge and he like just really pulled her in but i think so and so kim's the one that when she gets divorced she's kind of denouncing this lifestyle right she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna drink alcohol again i'm gonna drink coffee she gets this whole story arc last season about that and barry doesn't like he's not fighting for his religious beliefs anymore he doesn't have he's fine with just shifting away from this like who yeah who's the one that forced these children to have this fundamentalist homeschooled upbringing they both just are pretending it's not happening it's a good point they're still homeschooled i'm sure so Mm -hmm. i mean maybe they're getting it there Kim is still homeschooling them so maybe she is holding on to i mean maybe they are still as religious as they were but they're not showing it. Maybe. Maybe they didn't like the backlash on that front. Maybe that's a little bit of a, like, curated form, like, intentional decision on their part to be like... Mm, That could be. We really like this. We got a lot of backlash from that. But yeah, maybe that they've kind of curated this and they didn't like the backlash that they got after the first two seasons about the religion. And so they're like, we're going to practice that quietly now. Mm -hmm. Which I... And I, I, yeah, that makes sense. I understand that. I, I, if nothing else, they're protecting Lydia because she definitely had some weird moments in regards to Christianity. Oh my God, the prayer room. Yeah, exactly. But now they're like, Kim said the kids are coming over to watch movies. So that's loud. And then when they're at, um, when they're at Barry's house, he said something about like getting pie out for dessert. And I was like, I thought they can't have sugar. I thought they can't watch movies. I, like, that's right. They have really it's just like those things. I mean, when you're on a TV show like that, it I feel like it was inevitable that some of those things would slip because mm-hmm. you can't do those things when you're like, or I mean, those sort of restrictions are easier when you're sheltered, but you can't mm-hmm. be sheltered when you're on a national reality show. Like it just like some the of the were Well, that's a good point. Kim and Barry are failed um, Michelle and Jim Bob. They want to be Michelle and Jim Bob so bad. But they couldn't. They couldn't do it. They couldn't. They didn't have the leash tied enough around their kids' necks. <laughs> no, they didn't. Which is crazy considering they have fewer kids. Yeah, you'd think there would be more. I guess their heart wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Well, I guess the girls' room wasn't attached to the parents' room. Right. <laughs> that already gives a little distance that does you know you don't have to go through the parents room to get to the girls yeah and so when your oldest son is ethan and not um josh you already things are easier there's less there's less parameters to put up there's less rules there's less tragedy exactly 
Do you, what did you think about them saying that Ethan is brainwashed by Olivia? Okay. I certainly see where they're coming from because the moment he met Olivia and married Olivia, he like fully changed. Mm -hmm. So I get that. But it's because he was exposed to other things and it could have been any one of them. Like Mm -hmm. if it had been Micah when he was young, like it would have been the same thing. Like it could have been any one of them by any person. And I think it's just the change sudden change that like freaks them out and now says that they're brainwashed but it's just the exposure to the world um and being open-minded that none of the other kids have had in the same way um yeah i think such a like specific person to pinpoint it on right yeah i think the thing is like mariah is mariah is going through all sorts of crazy phases i don't know if you've seen her instagram but she's got some sort of tattoo situation happening now and i would just like to point out the first scene that we saw her in i immediately thought blonde morticia (laughs) that long black (laughs) dress doing dishes like with the long (laughs) sleeves yeah a platinum blonde morticia adams yes but you're right mariah doesn't have anyone besides olivia to blame for her transformation so if she's you know and and she also i think doesn't have anyone to keep her honest about where she falls which is why maybe she's able to fall like she's like i've returned to the church which is which is fine but if if you know is that because she really feels like drawn to it or is that because she feels like she has protection and comfort with her parents and they can take care of her it's because she doesn't have an olivia guiding her right. to think for herself yeah I mean, and I mean, Mariah's whole thing, this, I mean, this episode, she was just so, it just felt like grudges all around. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's as much of a grudge with Olivia for whatever reason. I couldn't tell. That Mariah has a grudge for Olivia? No, no, sorry. Just like in general, like they are a person that like holds grudges. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't feel like any of Olivia's things are really like a grudge as much as like, I have unresolved issues and I, as a boundary, I, I, I just can't like, mm-hmm. protect myself. Whereas Mariah's feel like they're out of spite, like her things are out of spite. Like she's just angry for even after things have been resolved and like doesn't really have much of a like emotional backing or like grounding. Mm-hmm. To these maybe. Yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. I think it it yeah you can't you can't like identify the source of all of her actions and stuff in the way you can with olivia yeah you're right there's no emotional grounding it seems like she does things a little bit more spontaneously she kind of goes all in in a way that doesn't totally make sense and they they're wavering like one day it's over here or the next it's over Mm -hmm. here and like how she feels is just different all the time like it seemed a little when she left a letter for Ethan saying she was moving out, like that seemed to maybe I don't I don't know I like, was like out Whoa. of nowhere I was like what I mean I know I well I guess we really can't like not talk about this whole thing at the, at the grave um, yeah I that was a moment where I was like Olivia that was maybe wrong oh like, I completely agree I was like you should have just gone up there. It's your husband, like, remove his family. This is your husband's sibling that he mm-hmm. is, like, upset about and, and visiting his gravesite. She should have gone, mm-hmm. in my opinion. 
that and the lake the following day or whatever right. it was like i think these were two instances where she let her own ego and emotions get ahead of everyone else and yeah when you're married to someone i think you have an obligation to be able to put them first sometimes and these were two situations where ethan needed to be put first right like dead siblings should always get precedent over whether or not you're beefing with their mom they agree (laughs) and like even if you're you know obviously you don't have to talk to kim like Mm -hmm. just because you're there you don't have to talk to kim you can talk to ethan like you can be there you can be cordial um but there's like no need to do all that and so I kind of get the family being frustrated with her for that. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know, to this extent, like, I, I, yeah, I, I just don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth because I'm like, I do feel like that was really inappropriate. And I think they show those clips of, like, her and her brother being mad that, like, no one's talking to them at the lake and stuff. And, like, that would have sent me over the edge. Like, that was really obnoxious when, and then, you know, Mariah's like, you're making this all about you. And she absolutely was. But yeah i don't know at the same time like olivia seems so like deeply distressed at the thought of seeing kim like i think you can see it in in her the way she talks her mannerisms and stuff that when kim comes up she like gets ready to burst into tears she gets like tight she it's so evident that this is something that like is genuinely upsetting to her it's not a drama thing and i i mean i you really can tell and so obviously there's stuff that's gone on behind doors that we'll probably never know but mm-hmm. this credit card thing is one is one thing that's come up and but no one seems to take the high road like i mm-hmm. like mariah didn't need to go up to her and be like you're making this all about yourself it's like just mm-hmm. ignore her enjoy your time with your family forget about her you're mad at her so why do you want her there anyway like yeah yeah, it might have been better to have her down moping the lake than the family can just be by themselves. They can be by themselves. And then Olivia, like, in the, sometimes I think she does take the high road. Most of the time I think she does. But this instance, she did not. And she did mm-hmm. make it about herself. And Yeah, I think I think afterwards she admitted she was wrong when she was yeah. in the confessional. She was like, I, that was not okay that I did that. And I think that's an instance of her taking the high road. But you know did she tell that to the family or she tell that to tlc if she hasn't told it to the family it doesn't really matter that that's her stance exactly like i think she told it to ethan and they had talked about it and so they had some conversations about it but i'm sure she didn't call mariah and say like hey like i just want to say i'm sorry and that wasn't like yeah i think she should have called mariah she should have called micah and any other plath sibling that she's in touch with yeah lydia probably would have like thrown her phone into a bucket of holy water if olivia called her though probably (laughs) couldn't handle it no i don't think she could handle that i will say even though i think olivia is not in the right all the time i think it is incredibly romantic that ethan stands by her no matter what oh my god i know it just like they have really gone through like to hell and back and like he is still right by her side and she's really it's like yeah they they like for a couple that was essentially arranged and has had no rest and relaxation in their entire marriage and really doesn't have like their courting period was not like they really have gotten to know each other during this tumultuous marriage for all intents and purposes it should be down like there's no reason to keep this thing alive but they're so committed to each other and i think that's really sweet i think it is too and proves i think that they will kind of last the test of time it doesn't look like this season has a like are we going to get divorced yeah 
quite as much. I think they're like maybe trying to push one with this like, do you think your family will ever talk to you if you're in a relationship with me? Yeah. But then they did show clips of like Ethan with Micah and Ethan with I think Isaac and like some other mm-hmm. so like obviously they still talk to each other. Um Yeah, and Ethan posted recently that he was in Georgia with all his siblings. So I don't maybe okay. he and Mariah still have beef, but it seems like he's not cut off from the family. And I also think the move to Minnesota was evidence of their willingness to to like compromise for each other because yeah. that's such a tough move that's it far away. A little more clarity on that, that they had had yeah. this plan to live in three different cities in three years. Which is, I think, also a great compromise. They know that they right. both wanted different things. So they're finding different places in the middle. Like, I feel like that's like really evidence of people that love each other a lot and are going to put each other first. And I think... That's beautiful. I think so too. We also got shots. I think of the cousins. Maybe are those are the people. Is that this we Dahlia? See? Dahlia. Yeah, I think think she was in some of the clips in the end. I don't. I, I don't must know. have missed the. I always there was just people whenever that I'm I watching, I don't see the coming up. Well, this one I was waiting for this one because it's like on this season of like mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I love those. So. I think there were there was people I didn't know, and so I assume that that's the cousins that we yeah heard about be. last week. I'm curious how Barry makes the leap to, because right now where we're at, Barry's PR is very comparable to Joe Jonas's PR at the moment, who is trying uh, to smear Sophie Turner's name and say that she's a bad mother, she's partying, and he's home with the kids. And I feel like Barry is also putting that narrative forward. So I'm curious if he does end up moving to Minnesota, and Lydia was right. How's he going to justify that? And how's he going to say the good guy? Because I think he's abandoning his kids if he does that. It is kind of crazy. I, I wish I knew how old the young ones were. I mean, they're still so, in school. So like they, he would kind of be abandoning them. But I, Isaac's 17, right? So the youngest can't be older than 13. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think they're a year apart. Or if they are, the youngest is 13, which is still a, young enough to be abandoned by your dad. I think there's a bit of an age difference between Isaac and the next one. And then I think those three are really close together. Mm-hmm. So like maybe he's 17 now. Maybe they're like, maybe they're like 14, 10, 13, 12. 12 or something. Yeah, yeah. 10, 11, 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, one of them was definitely 12 last season. The oldest okay. was. Cassia. Is that her name? Mercy. Mercy. Is Mercy the oldest? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. Mercy might be the oldest. They showed one of them. One of them got some screen time last season, I remember, because we were like, yeah, she spoke. She was old <laughs> enough to get her confessional. Yeah. Um, It looks like it's going to be an interesting episode or season, though, by the, like, upcoming stuff. There's going to be stuff in Minnesota. There, it looks, we will find out more about Kim's boyfriend. And apparently the kids don't really like him. Um, okay well i am a follower of his instagram and it seems like now they get along (laughs) yeah it seems like just by the clips they showed who knows like what is like stitched together and whatnot but it's like there was a clip it's like kim asking like how do you feel about that and lydia and mariah both go i'm not okay with that well it is close i mean their divorce is barely even finalized i don't it's not i don't think it's finalized at. at all so like so I understand being, I understand not wanting your parents to date until the divorce is finalized. I would probably feel the same. I also understand probably. Barry is going to paint her, Barry's going to make himself the like pathetic little victim in any, like, I think he's always going to be like, it's okay. 
your mom's dating and I'm just me, you know? (laughs) I feel like it's bare. Like, you know, he's like, I'm hanging in there. I'm making dinner for my kids because I guess I got to do that now, you know? And the kids eat it up. Yeah, they do eat it up. I think they're like, oh my God, I have such an incredible dad. Mm -hmm. And my mom, I I mean, props to them for still being in a relationship with their mom, but yeah, he makes it seem like he was completely abandoned. Yeah. Oh. I know. I'm still team Kim. I know she's made mistakes. She's not the best, but I can't. There's no bone in my body that could be team Barry. I'm team team India Venti. (laughs) India Venti. What was the other name? Shannon. Shannon Rose. Shannon Rose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That still gets me. I haven't stopped thinking about some of those like points. Um, I know. We did that episode. Yeah. I'm curious how many of these things pop up. Minnesota's obviously popping up. Kim's boyfriend's obviously popping up. I don't think we're going to get a Shannon Rose recognition. I don't think we're going to get a Shannon Rose. Didn't someone get a DUI? Cam did. It It doesn't seem like like they were going to show it. (laughs) Maybe they weren't filming that day and TLC is like, fuck. What if it was like they set her up to like have drinks with Ethan and then accidentally she crashed after that and TLC is responsible. Oh my God. They're liable, in, so they can't show it. Yes, TV. they can't show it. They're like, we'll just pretend it doesn't happen if you pretend it didn't happen. Did you, um, was there anything in the preview about Ethan and Kim reuniting? Not that I remember. I can't remember. I don't think so. Not that I, re- not that I recall. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't think, seem like it's ever going to happen. Which mm. I'm so surprised with her now being out from under Barry like this, that she doesn't actually, like, try a little more. Yeah, I think she cannot be mature about Olivia. It doesn't seem like she has the ability to, like, look past Olivia and try and have a relationship with her son, you know? But also, I don't know, he's, he's, like, I don't think he would, I don't think he would, there's any world where he would be receptive to her reaching out to him. That's true, too. I don't think he's as open to it, either. Like, maybe um, eventually. Right now, I don't think so. I'm curious. So, it seems like Olivia and Ethan are going to have some time apart. Like, they're not going to be living together for a bit. And yes. when he goes to Cairo and she's still in mm-hmm. Tampa. And I thought the scene was it was a little cringy when they were, like, hugging because, like, they were packing and whatnot. And she was like, will you call me? And he was like, yeah, I will. And she was like, promise? And he's like, mm-hmm. I promise. And she said, how do I know you're telling the truth? Or how, and he was like, I guess you'll have to trust me. And I was like, well, it goes kind of into like this therapy talk a little bit. Mm -hmm, She's like into mm -hmm. like a soundbite motivational feeling moment. Um, Yeah, it was giving like in some of the early seasons when Mariah would talk, I felt like she was wanting her like one liner from a movie type of words yeah. and it felt like that a little bit it felt like olivia was picturing how this would be played out it did not feel like an uh honest depiction of a husband and wife leaving each other no not at all it's just like how do i know you're telling the truth it's like ugh. yeah i didn't love that that felt like it was for the cameras i know but curious to see how that plays out with them being apart yeah i mean in her defense ethan has been been one to not call her Ethan yeah. is not the best at keeping in touch. And no, he's I, not a I, communicator. I mean, if I were her, I would be thinking Kim is the type of person that would absolutely like 
show up at work without right. without Prepping and then while I'm gone. Exactly. And then what if she's able to turn her him? I mean, Kim is clearly a master at controlling people to some extent. Totally. If she can trap Ethan on his own, turn him against Olivia. Like there is a chance that he's not going to come back for Olivia. I think Ethan is stronger than that and loves yeah. Olivia enough not to let that happen. But I see where her fears are coming from. I do too. Like I get it. But I, I just the the phrasing that it was like, huh. <laughs> well, like do it off camera. Like I didn't need to see that. <laughs> no, certainly not. Didn't need that. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it for this episode, unless mm-hmm. you've got something else. No, I think that's everything. I think this episode was a lot about teeing us up for what we're gonna see. And I think yeah. um I'm it excited. Was. They've got me revved up. Oh. I know I'm ready. I'm ready to see Okay. All right. Can't wait for next week. Next week. All right. Bye. Bye.